Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Hey guys, it's Josh. Solo cast this week. Fortunately, Al was with uh, me earlier today. Mitch has obviously gone another week. He uh, got to have a nice vacation, so he should be back next week along with Al. Uh, but yeah, Al was here earlier and we recorded and it just uh, didn't turn out. <laughs> the recording volume was just too high. He couldn't make it out, so we just couldn't use it. So unfortunately, Al had to run, but we got to... Um, Basically talk about, you know, our future plans for this month uh, that we've been talking about for a while. So it wasn't completely a waste of time. And I'll get to that uh, as we go on here. So basically, it's just me this week. Hopefully it's entertaining. Um, Apologize if it isn't. It's not going to be. It's not going to be this way for a while, I hope. So anyway, I'm just going to list off uh, some news items we're going to be talking about this week. Uh, We've got some Nightmare on Elm Street news. Batman v Superman, Terminator, Ghostbusters, Transformers, Watchmen, Lethal Weapon, and we've got two trailers. We're going to look at uh, Bone Tomahawk and the Spectre final trailer. So, let's start it off. We've got some news on Nightmare on Elm Street. As many know, they've been talking ever since the Jackie Earl Haley remake one, um, you know, it didn't do too well with the audience. So they've been talking about remaking again Nightmare on Elm Street. So a lot of people have been wanting Robert England to come back as Freddy, which in my opinion makes sense. He's still still a pretty young guy. I mean, he's in his 60s, but still, 60s is a new, what, I don't know, 30, 40. But with the makeup, you're not going to tell. He just probably can't do as many jumps and runs as he used to but anyway a lot of people want him to come back he's been asked recently if he would consider doing so and he did say that he couldn't imagine himself doing a remake and he said you don't do remakes basically he said he would do a sequel and he just kind of threw out a title it's just something he made up uh, uh, Freddy versus Michael Myers which is a headline that's been out there And he also said he'd do a prequel, but he just wouldn't do a remake, basically. So, yeah, um, I think that's really cool. I don't know if the studio is really interested in pursuing him for that. seems like they want to just, you know, cut all ties and do a whole new reboot, which I'm I'm not for at all. You know, the last one, the remake, the Jackie Earl Haley one, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, it wasn't the classic Nightmare on Elm Street, and it kind of seemed pointless to remake. Great actor, though, playing Freddy. You know, I think he did what he could do with the material. But overall, I thought it was a pretty decent movie. A lot of horror fans aren't going to agree with me. But I did see some some good in it, especially with the new CG effects these days. Although some of them probably were best practical, like they were in the original movie. But yeah, I do think it's a big... uh, 
mistake not to include Robert England. The guy still looks great and he's still menacing. I've seen him at some cons. Super nice guy, it looks like. And yeah, just unfortunate. I think it'd be a cool tribute to West to bring Robert England back. I think they should just honestly continue on with their story. Maybe just ignore this remake happened and just give us a new Freddy movie. Freddy vs. Michael Myers would be cool, in my, in my opinion. I know after Freddy vs. Jason came out, they talked about a sequel. Freddy vs. Um, Jason vs. Pinhead or something like that was floated around. So yeah, I don't know if they'd ever go that route again. Seems like they're all trying to reboot these days and make things original. So I guess more to come on that. More shocking news. Batman v Superman. It's officially rated. Drum roll please. NC-17. No, I'm just kidding. PG-13. Which I am not shocked about at all. Uh, The Batman films since 89 have been rated that. So that's no surprise to me. And the rumor, of course, for it being PG-13 is the obvious. the, The violence... Um, and there's, you know, probably some flirtation going on with Wonder Woman between her and Bruce Wayne or, you know, who knows, but obviously it's a given that it's going to be PG 13. That's not a shocker at all to me. So yeah, not, uh, at all shocked. And I think, uh, everybody else, uh, is going to think the same doubtful. It was ever going to be a G movie or PG, especially this day and age. Moving on to some Terminator news broke this week. Looks like the franchise is officially dead um, under Paramount. Anyway, the movie did well overseas. It made four hundred million internationally, and it made one hundred twelve million in China alone. I think it only made like eighty some million here. But yeah, Paramount's just disappointed with the film. And that's a bummer. I mean, the movie was pretty good. It was entertaining. You're never gonna get to the original, you know, how it was before, you know, T2 was basically the peak and you could only go down from there in my opinion. So yeah, I wasn't a fan when they were making this new Terminator movie. I really thought it was a bad idea. Couldn't see Arnold being Terminator again, but they pulled it off. He did a good job and they addressed his age in the movie because you had to. That was a given. So yeah, it's a bummer in a way, because they did set it up for more stories to be told. They kind of did an interesting thing with Skynet, and I hate to give, give it away, but I'm going to anyway. So, if you haven't seen it, uh, don't listen for, I don't know, five seconds. Matt Smith plays Skynet, Skynet's human form, in a way. So, basically, he's born out of Genesis, which is this program that it's, I don't want to give, (laughs) it's a lot to give away if I just say this, but anyway, Genesis was a program that led up to Skynet's birth, pretty much. Matt Smith is Skynet, and there's an ending uh, post-credit scene of Skynet surviving the aftermath of the, the finale. I know I'm giving a lot away, but I'd rather not give the whole movie away. <laughs> I think people should check it out. It's really, it's a good watch. It gets you as close as to the old T2, you know, awe and, you know, all that good stuff. I mean, it's not T2. I'm saying that. So don't go into it saying, oh, 
This is this is like the new T2. It gets you close. I mean, Cameron gave it praise, but I don't know. Maybe do that for a favor with Arnold. Not sure. So yeah, it's kind of a bummer that the franchise is dead with Paramount. But you know, Cameron could regain that franchise in the future, and if so, then he could probably reboot it. It'd probably be a different avenue, unless he wants to do a complete reboot, which I just think is a mistake. We've kind of this Terminator Genesis was kind of a reboot in many ways. It really kind of rewrote what we know of the history. So, yeah, that's just kind of a bummer. You know, a lot of studios are doing this these days. You know, they, they don't make enough money and they just drop out, you know, just cut ties like, oh, we just, we, I don't know, got to put it on hold or, or we got to wait a few years and reboot it again, which is getting really tiring. So, yeah, it's kind of a, in a way, it's a bummer, but I guess it's expected. Even though it made enough money, it just wasn't enough for Paramount to invest into another sequel. And I think they were planning to make like a trilogy. So, yeah, it's kind of a unfortunate thing. But, yeah, maybe it's time for the Terminator franchise just to just to die for a while, sadly. But we, all, we still have the greats, you know, the Terminator and Terminator 2. And I enjoyed Salvation. I did not enjoy 3. Especially looking back, it's it's a hard watch. But Salvation gets you pretty close to the John Connor, you know, reality. The future John Connor reality. So, yeah, just watch those movies. I'd skip three and just go to Salvation. Or skip Salvation and go to this. You could pretty much, you know, this is considered the new three. It's Terminator Genesis. So, yeah, I don't know when it's coming out, but it should be soon. And, yeah, I recommend everybody at least renting it and checking it out. It's not a total waste of time. So yeah, maybe it'll get enough sales on the video part to, you know, impress Paramount to greenlight a sequel. More to come. We've got some new developments this week. Looks like they're going to be making a Ghostbusters animated film. And it looks like Sony is working with Ivan Reitman to do this. And the rumor has it that the story will take place through a ghost perspective. So I don't know if the Ghostbusters, they'll be hunting this ghost and you just go through the ghost reality of, Hey, you know, I got to run from these guys. So I, I don't know how that could work. I mean, I guess I could see it. I mean, Ivan Reitman's evolved, so it'll probably be the closest we'll get to a Ghostbusters three outside of that video game. They released a few years back. Um, so yeah, I, I think it'd be pretty cool. I mean, when it first broke that it was going to be animated, I thought, oh, it's going to be another cartoon, but no, it's going to be a animated film. Like, uh, you know, like Marvel and DC, they do their, uh, comic book adaptations to films. So I could see that being a pretty cool idea, but yeah, more to come on that. But I guess Sony is also working on a all male Ghostbusters team. Um, and they're they're doing that with the Russo brothers, who just directed Captain America: Winter Soldier. So those guys are really great, great people to be working with right now. I don't know if they're going to be directing the film or just producing, or maybe just writing. I, I'm sure it's still early stages, but I mean, you know, to me, this all male Ghostbusters team is kind of silly. You know, like that was the problem of this new female Ghostbusters team. Because, you know, I, personally, I didn't have a problem with the female Ghostbusters team. The only problem I had was it was going to be a complete reboot. And I do not like that. <laughs> Ghostbusters, just it's too much of a iconic thing to just to reboot, in my opinion. So I just think I don't like that idea at all. But I don't mind the all-female cast. I really don't. That's just my only problem is just this whole reboot thing. Not a fan of it. 
So yeah, giving us, giving me an all male Ghostbusters team really isn't going to solve the problem, you know. But you know that's how studios think sometimes, especially Sony, right? Especially with all their Spider-Man drama. So yeah, we'll see. You know, I'm looking more forward to the animated film at this point, and you know the Ghostbusters remake of all female team. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I do. I just I'm going to have that problem with it being a reboot. But yeah, I guess we'll see. So I don't know if this other male team will be a reboot as well or a continuation off of what we've seen before and you know the classic past. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Looks like there's uh, huge Transformers news this week. Looks like Stephen Davis, Hasbro president, announced at a conference that they're working on Transformers 5, 6, 7, and 8. They've been confirmed, and they rolled out a plan for the next 10 years uh, for Transformers. It looks like they're going to expand it to TV and some digital media, and they've already done so in some of those markets. So I guess more of that. Uh, the one good thing is, I mean, I personally don't... The Transformer movies to me are they are entertaining. They're popcorn fun. But yeah, there's a lot of problems with them. A lot of repetitive things that are used in every movie. You know, it's a Michael Bay movie. Every movie, you know. He can give us the explosions and all that stuff. But I'm just really getting tired of the... It's such a generic formula they use. You know, new pretty girl. You know, dad or boyfriend together. Battling it out. Transformers not really being the main part of the movie. You know. The first one is probably the best, in my opinion. It just has that discovery aspect versus the other ones you already know. You know, hey, yeah, they, we know about the Transformers and we're working with them and all that stuff. I mean, they're entertaining movies. But yeah, that first one was kind of special in a way to me. Gave me a, a glimpse at the possibilities of how you could go on from there. So I'm hoping that with these, since this is planned out for the next 10 years, I mean, these are multiple sequels. Hasbro must have, you know, be pretty confident. They've put together a huge writing team over the last three months. And I guess they, these this writing team was um, supervised by um, Akiva Goldsman. He won the Oscar for A Beautiful Mind. He wrote that movie. And he has also wrote, written some other movies as well. Uh, but some of these writers consist of the ones who've done the Ant-Man movie recently we've seen. Uh, Last Action Hero, The Avengers, Iron Man, The Walking Dead, and tons more. I mean, the list just goes on. So I have I have a lot of confidence in these movies if this is the writing team involved. You know, the headline itself, Transformers 5, 6, 7, 8... Yeah, not a fan until I read into like all these writers involved. That just tells me that they have really plotted something pretty cool. I can only imagine. I know Bay is going to re- return to direct the fifth one. Not sure about these other sequels, but my problem with Bay really isn't... Uh, I mean, I think it's just his writers for these movies, you know? He will deliver some great popcorn entertainment fun. And if there's a good story behind that... That's that's great. I'm all for that. So, you know, I think a lot of people just point at the director and all these occasions. And, you know, the directors do have some have a lot of call on a few things. And so it's merit, especially with Bay. So, yeah, I guess, you know, if you just give him a good script, 
he can direct the hell out of it and yeah see what happens I, i'm for it uh hasbro must be i don't know if they're gonna eye him for all those sequel movies but yeah he'll at least do this next one i mean the last transformers made a billion dollars so they are making money still and Bay always says after he, I think after the third one, like he wasn't going to direct again, but then that changed. But who knows with this whole Hasbro mapping out thing, maybe that excludes Michael Bay's involvement. Not sure. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I guess we'll see. We might actually finally get a great transformer material that a lot of us have been wanting for many years now, uh, since the first film for that matter. So TV news this week, Got some interesting, um, <laughs> interesting shows here. I'm thrilled about one of them, <laughs> and that one is Watchmen, the TV series. Apparently, Zack Snyder's been working with HBO to develop the Watchmen as a series. And they're in the very early stages of doing so, and you know the series could focus from this point. I mean, it could focus on a retelling, a new story, or a prequel. And Watchmen was Zack Snyder's first superhero movie, which was released back in 2009. I personally liked that movie. I thought he did a great job. He did the best job, you know, anybody could do at that time. Because there was many people, directors, wanting to stage it in present day, which would have excluded a lot of the narrative and just the the way times were in the original story so Snyder just basically did it even though he knew he was walking into a possible you know bloodbath of critics and fans just not liking what he what he's gonna do or did and that's kind of been mixed but I think mostly it's been positive he basically just did the job because he knew that he could do it the best at that time (laughs) compared to the other route they were gonna go so I think he did a great job. I wasn't too familiar with the Watchmen story, but I do know some of the stuff that was not in the movie. But overall, that movie was good. I thought it was a good movie. And if Zack Snyder's working with HBO, of all people, that's just winning in my book, and Charlie Sheen's, of course. So I think that's going to be a really cool cool idea, cool concept. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a mini series or if they're actually going to try and do a series. I would personally probably be more happy with a mini series. I just I think mini series are just really cool. You can just focus on a whole story, you know, start uh from, you know, beginning to end versus a, a series. It's like, well, we got a beginning, we don't have an end, but we're going to build up all these you know, elements, and then we're going to have to answer for them in the end, which is why a lot of series fail to do that in their finales, and a lot of people don't like that. So, yeah, I think it'd be a cool miniseries, and I would hate for them to retell things. I think they should either do a prequel or a new story, but I think prequel a prequel route is more, is a much smarter way to go based off of you got material that DC put out of prequel uh, storylines, so you could adapt those to the series, which would be really cool. And then it could tie into the movie. You know, I think they could really get that to, to get that to happen. So yeah, more to come on that. It's early stages, like I said, so it could be it could be quite some time. But I'm liking him. Him, I like uh, his involvement and HBO because that's huge. 
if it's a success for HBO, maybe they could uh, produce some other series. Like I've always envisioned them producing a like a Batman series. I think that'd be really cool. Don't know if that's going to happen now because we <laughs> pretty much got a new Batman, you know, Affleck and the movie's coming. So that's probably not going to happen, but maybe someday. So if it's successful enough, HBO probably uh, keep going from there. That'd be great I, in my book. Uh, other TV series news I'm not thrilled about. Maybe some of you are. <laughs> not sure, but looks like they're going to be having a uh, Lethal Weapon TV series. They're at least working on it. The producer of Chuck and that short-lived show called Forever was on a year ago. He's uh, writing the, the script, the pilot for this uh, series. And, you know, the story is pretty similar to the movies, except now Martin Riggs is, he was a Texas cop and an ex-Navy SEAL, and he loses his family, or he loses, yeah, he loses his family, which consists of his wife and child. In the movie, I think it was just his wife. And then he moves to L.A. after this and gets partnered up with Roger Murtaugh. Very familiar. Uh, You know, the Texas cop thing, I'm not sure that was in the movies. I I don't think it was. So that's a a change there. Uh, Roger Murtaugh in this story, I guess, just had a heart attack. So he's recovering from that. And I guess that's kind of (laughs) how everything ensues, you know, comedy or whatever. He's trying to take it easy and then he gets partnered up with Martin Riggs. So yeah, I don't know. Realistically, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if that would happen in real life. You know, if you had a detective that just had a heart attack and it's like, hey, let me just put you with this crazy guy. Yeah, I'm not happy with this. I think it's a I think it's a bad idea. Let the movies be what they were, and I guess if anything, and I I don't know, times has passed, but you could do a you could do a sequel instead. I don't know. I <laughs> probably couldn't really pull it off too well it's kind of just a i don't know it's probably uh problematic <laughs> either way you go from here it's probably just best to honor the what was before and move on so yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of this tv series but we'll see right i'll see when the trailer comes out if it's any good so moving on to trailers this week i checked out this trailer it was called uh bone bone tomahawk it stars Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, David Arquette, and Richard Jenkins. This is a Russell-funded uh, cannibal western flick. It kind of has some tombstone-like um, storyline. Uh, there's basically a whole group assembles to go after some cannibals who took one of their uh, town's... Uh, townsman's uh wife so they're going after uh, this group to uh, get the wife back so it looks that's kind of why it's like tombstone to me in a way they're assembling a team to take down some some bad guys basically russell russell plays a sheriff of the town and he's rocking a pretty huge mustache and I don't know if he filmed this during or the same time he was filming the Tarantino uh, Hateful Eight or not. But yeah, it uh, it you almost have to do a double take when you see the still from this movie because it's like, oh, I thought he was in a Tarantino movie. He's like, oh, he's doing this too. Okay, okay. So yeah, um, I don't. I'm not sure if that's how it went down or not, but it looks great. I think it looks good. It looks scary and gross and all that stuff, but in a good way. I mean, they're 
they're battling some cannibals here, so it's not really going to be uh, family friendly, let's say. But yeah, it's very gritty looking. I'm really digging Richard Jenkins, uh, and and he plays the town's doctor. He's got he's rocking a beard and everything. He he was the he was Will Ferrell's stepdad in Step Brothers. That's the actor there. He's really a great actor, and I'm I'm glad to see him back. I haven't seen him for a while in uh, many movies, so yeah, this is kind of a cool return. I think I think it just seems like a cool, uh, fun western. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be very violent, of course. There's a horrific scene at the end. I mean, there's a lot of horrific scenes within the trailer, but at the end, Kurt Russell is being strangled by the, one of these cannibals, and you can't see what they look like. It's just. Um, like the camera's on the guy's shoulder looking down at Russell and Russell's just, Oh, he takes this gasp and it just makes you like, Oh shit, he's deep in this stuff. And Oh, he's going to die or he, you know, he's probably not, but this <laughs> cannibal looks like he's shoving this giant bone in his mouth. And you're just like whole time, just like, you know, just gritting your teeth together. Like, Oh God. And it looks like it's really going to be, uh, <laughs> it's going to be something. So, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. Pretty good movie. And I guess that opens October 23rd. And like I said before, yeah, I guess Kurt Russell backed this movie, uh, funded it, if you will. If you will, Probably loved this story so much. He was like, I've got to, you know, contribute money to it. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this. And, you know, I'm not the hugest Western fan, but I do like Westerns that are really crafted well. They're not your typical um, run of the mill like they were back in the day. So yeah, I think this I think this movie looks pretty good. I don't know if I'll catch it in the theater or not, but because uh, I'm mostly set on seeing Eightful, Eightful Eight. So, but yeah, I hope they're both uh, successes. That would be great for Russell, especially since he's putting money towards this uh, Bone Tomahawk movie. So yeah, check that out, everybody. I think the clips on uh, the trailers on YouTube and wherever else you can find it. Uh, we have a Spectre final trailer that was released this week. Looks like, uh, you know, there's a lot of action shots in this trailer. It looks promising. You know, I I did enjoy Skyfall. And, of course, if anyone out there doesn't understand what I'm saying, uh, this is a James Bond movie for, for those who don't know. Uh, but, uh, anyway, yeah, this is Spectre. And it's this basically... Uh, last one was Skyfall. It was received very well. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really good. You know, looking back, there's some some quips I have with it, but you know, I think Spectre's going to be a lot uh a much bigger movie. Uh the locales, uh, the locations, sorry, abbreviating. <laughs> the locations themselves are just they take you all over the the world and yeah, I'm looking forward to that cuz that's what that's really what what's fun about a Bond movie is you just get taken all around the world, places you've never seen, all that good stuff. And what I like about this trailer, uh, along with the action, the action looks great. Uh, it looks like in a lot of scenes they're channeling looks from previous Bond movies. Uh, you've got you've got him in a white tuxedo jacket, which is classic. I, I think uh, Spy Who Loved Me, Roger Moore wore that. That was the last time we, and first time we ever saw a Bond wear a white uh, jacket. Kind of cool. And uh, he's rocking the turtleneck with the gun holster. 
that's uh, another Roger Moore look. A lot of it's Roger Moore-esque. Um, he's in a train car in one scene. And that's, gosh, there's many Bond movies that have that set up. So I'm liking that. This is kind of like, a, you know, hey, we're going to kind of take you back in time in a way of things you've seen before, but we're going to make them our own. So I'm really thrilled about that. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a pretty cool movie. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, even if it wasn't looking the best to me, I would still go because I'm, I'm a huge Bond fan. And that movie comes out November 6th. So yeah, I, I can't wait. It's going to be here before we know it. seems like they just started filming it yesterday. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's gonna be really cool. Craig's really channeling his Casino Royale, um, roots. I think there's a few, uh, lines he said in the, in the movie that they're delivered the way they were delivered was really Casino Royale-esque to me. Just, you know, he had so much confidence then it was, his, you know, he's a new bond for the new times. And even though he's a little older now, he's been bond for 10 years you know, he still has it, basically. So I'm looking forward to it. And this also goes against, uh, you know, these rumors about new Bond being cast, replace him. You know, he's 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 done with it. He's basically saying now that he's on board until whenever they don't want him to be. I think mostly he's considering one more movie after this. So, I yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm not ready for him to leave. But I also don't want him to age out of the part like Roger Moore did so badly. Yeah, Roger Moore stayed in it at least two or three, probably too long. <laughs> but still, Roger Moore is still a good Bond. But yeah, it just it doesn't work with an older Bond, in my opinion. Especially if he's still hooking up with chicks or young enough to be his daughter or granddaughter. <laughs> it gets kind of gross then, you know, for this character anyway. So, got a few ending items to talk about. Uh, coming up in our next few episodes for the rest of this month, our goal is to do Halloween-based episodes. Just thought it'd be kind of fun for this week of or this month of October, just to get everybody in the the Halloween mood and just have fun with things. Uh, regarding news topics, uh, we'll basically blog about them on our website, possibly, or mention them on our Facebook page. Uh, we can still probably talk about a few things at the beginning of uh, some of our shows, kind of just like a quick rundown. Um, but mostly, yeah, we just want them to focus on you know Halloween. We we plan to hopefully read um, a chapter or two out of uh, one of these uh, books I adore since I was a kid. Um, it's called Scary Stories, um, Stories to Tell in the Dark. Currently, I'm trying to get uh, permission to read that on, on air here. You know, you got to worry about the copyright stuff as you get into, you know, broadcasting and all that fun stuff. But yeah, hopefully we'll get approval on that. I'd like to do an episode of that for you guys. And uh, yeah, we've got like a theater type of episode we want to do. And we're also going to do a Wes Craven tribute episode. Just talk about the man, some facts and, you know, our experiences watching his movies, what they meant to us, uh, any any memories growing up of his movies just the man himself, you know, he had a great career, fantastic career. So yeah, just kind of trying to have a Halloween theme for the whole month and, uh, you know, just try something different, try some original content. Um, you know, I think a a lot of you out there probably want to hear more than just news from us. So that's what we're trying. That's our goal anyway. So (laughs) 
um, you know, beginning uh, November, we'll be back to doing our normal thing, uh, sharing the, the geek news of the week. And we'll also have some commentaries we're going to be doing. If we have time, we don't want to overload it, but maybe we'll do a Halloween-based uh, commentary as well. Still working on a lot of this, um, everyone. So we just uh, hope you tune in and enjoy it. It's kind of been something I've been thinking about for the last month or so, writing things. And yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, that's our goal, of course. And uh, yeah, so yeah, just main focus for this month is basically Halloween. And yeah, we'll share some news items as as they come in, if, especially if they're huge ones. Um, but yeah, we just overall thought it'd be fun to get everyone in the Halloween mood. So, And finally, I uh, wanted to talk about our unboxing we did last week. Um, this was a new video we did, uh, original uh, content, if you will. Al had this um, Stormtrooper and uh, Dubak he uh, opened and we filmed it. And it had it had a lot of good views, you know. And so, yeah, we're we're excited about that. Uh, unboxings are really popular now, so we're we're going to be doing more of those, of course. Um, Al's actually thinking about doing a contest. He's got some uh, duplicate ones, um, his Funko uh, Pop um, bobblehead toys. He's got a few duplicates. He's got so he's thought about um, he thought about doing a contest to um, to give some away. So there'll be more on that to come. I'm not sure what it, what it entails, though, but mostly that's probably going to be dealt with in November because um, we'll be doing these Halloween episodes, like I said before. Um, so, as as usual, uh, please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and our website, fieldofgeeks.com. Uh, also, we'd like to thank uh, Lanero for the music. And yeah, please check them out at uh, lanero.net. That's all pretty much for this week, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I know it's probably not, <laughs> it's not the usual cast you hear, you know, three guys or two guys. Uh, so yeah, this is our first solo cast. Didn't plan it, <laughs> but you know, technical difficulties do happen. So apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, with all that said, we just hope that you guys, uh, enjoy, uh, our shows coming up and, you know, continue to give us any feedback if you wish. We want to keep you guys interested. So, with all that said, you know, have have a great week, everybody. And uh, yeah, I'm Josh. Be well. <laughs>